Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. C1Music.fm. The Familiar. It is your host for the evening, Aaron Robinson. We are definitely in the building. You know how we do. All day. Every day. And it is... July 26, 2021. Tonight's topic is titled The Future's Past Decisions. The Future's Past Decisions. That is the name of t- that is the name of tonight's topic. As always when I do a show, um we allow or we let everybody know that you can join us on the call by dialing in 908-316-8630 or if you want to join us internationally you could join or on the online meetings.dialpad.com forward slash c1 productions all right we also blasting off on the speaker network so if you're chatting with us on the speaker network give us a shout and uh we definitely will respond to whatever comments that you're making Alright, again, tonight's topic is titled The Future's Past Decisions The Future's Past Decisions And we always start our radio show off with an open question Alright, so are you all ready? Yes, yes Alright, here we go, let's get into it I would like for everybody tonight on my panel to meet Ebony. Ebony is 18 years old and wants to go away to college. Everyone in her family told her that she should go to a school in her state that she doesn't so she doesn't have to pay for housing. But Ebony is stubborn and wants to do it her way. Her mother and stepfather tried talking to her about going to school in her state but Ebony is just listening is just not listening as she is determined to go out of state to the school where at least three of her friends are going to her stepfather Charles told her mom that if she is not going to listen he does not want to help her when she starts to struggle Charles and April have two kids together and April had Ebony before she got married. So Charles has helped raise Ebony and pay for a good private school for her to attend all while Ebony was going to school. Now that his own kids are ready for private school, Charles wants to spend at least the least amount of money as possible. Ebony is April's firstborn and wants to give her daughter everything. But she knows that Charles is serious about having to pay all of this school tuition at one time. The school year starts and Ebony is off to the college of her choice. But after a month on her own, she starts to struggle. She calls her mom pleading for her mom to send her some money. 
Charles actually just got his bonus check, so they have extra money to spare. But Charles have plans to take his family on vacation over the holidays with that money. April calls you to get advice from you because her husband is convinced to use that money for vacation. And April doesn't really want to get into a big argument with her husband about her daughter. But also, she doesn't want to leave her daughter out there suffering or struggling. So, she calls you up to help her make a decision. What should she do? What advice would you give April? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the first things that I would ask April is, does her daughter Ebony have a job? Because if she doesn't have a job, then she can get a job to kind of offset some of the cost. I thought and, I thought most of the when you're especially going away and staying on campus, I thought freshmen can't work. I was having the same thoughts that she could work, but I know that rule is from school to school, so maybe her just doing more research on the school and being having them make her be hands-on since this will be fully her responsibility since she wants to, you know, switch gears in this kind of direction. I was also thinking about uh, if she can work, because uh, that would support as well. And if she can't afford it, since, you know, we're trying to work on what's a good middle ground for everybody, then hopefully she could reconsider or we could just find a good middle from if she could work or not. Okay, so your solution is to say to your daughter, you got to work. You want to work. Anybody else? And thanks, Sam, for joining us. And thanks, Edna, for joining as well. I'm sorry, uh, First Lady. Yeah, that's the problem if if she's struggling after one month. She got four years Mm -hmm. of it. That's a problem. She's going to have to stay. (laughs) But she'll have to understand that. She will have to want to do that or have the understanding to do that. So her parents are like, all right, if you know, if that's what you want to do, you're going to find out. But, like, being with us will be, like, smoother. So I agree. She should be staying. Even her working is not really good. It would be good if she get a job, if she could, even if her school allowed. But I don't think with the with the schooling and try, she's not she's not going to be able to work enough hours to really do much. So she she has a problem. That depends on her major or if she's going to double major or there'd probably be some other factors. But, yeah, I agree. Just uh, going to school alone would be heavy, but then also juggling uh, having to go to work and scheduling that for four years, like you guys said. It's going to be 
from it's going to be a mission that she's going to have to be mentally prepared for. But, but was this her decision? Sorry, I did. I yes, it's her decision. She chose. She chose to spend. You know, obviously, if you go into a college that is in state, it's obviously a lot cheaper than you having to go to a school that's out of state and you have to pay for boarding and everything else. Mm-hmm. And Charles, her stepfather, had paid for her to go to private school so she can have the opportunity to, to go to school and stuff. But um, his own two kids with April are about to start going to private school and he doesn't want to pay college tuition or the extra money because she could have... She could have went to a school in state, and and everything, but she chose so, to go so out of state. Thing, so she chose to go out of state, and they paid for it. And now, after a month, she doesn't like it. No. So her father said that he's not helping her if she goes out of state. Okay. So she's on her own. Okay. And now okay. she's calling mommy, saying, "Mommy, I need some money because it's real out here." I guess my question is, how much money does she need? So are most of her bills paid for and she needs, like, pocket money? Or is it all tuition books and things, those things aren't paid for? Because if it's just pocket money and, you know, if you have a meal plan, if you have a a large meal plan, you can be okay. I can understand pocket money getting around. You can get a job for that. If, If she's allowed to get a job, depends on what school she's going to. She's out of state. How did she pay to go out of state? Maybe she took student loans and stuff. I don't know. Or the father helped her out to get to wherever she needed to go, but you need to come home. So would you would you say that to her right away and just say, Hey, yo, you need to come home? I would I would say if you don't have some money put aside somewhere that you can give her, then what's your other option? Uh well I I, mm For me though, for me though, I, I, this one I would blame on the parents because the thing is, you you need to do your due diligence to try to figure out what that what that looks like for your kid. It's not just about going. It's it's like saying, you know, we're gonna go on vacation, but we don't figure out what we're gonna buy when we're there. You know, what type of spending we're gonna go. We're just gonna go on vacation. That doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Because now we get to the vacation spot and we didn't plan for, we want to go out, we're going to stay there five days, we're going to go out three nights and cook for the two nights. Or, you know, like they had to figure out a plan or even see like what is in the area close to her. Like, like this is on them. They need to give her money then if she's short money, if they didn't do their homework. All right. That's that's one take, but I, I don't know if I agree with you on that only because... It wasn't that they had poor planning. Is that they told her that if she wanted to go to a school, that she needs to go to a school, that if they were going to pay for it to go to a school that is in state, but she was set on going to where her friends were at. She got accepted to the school. But you said the dad paid for the anyway. No, the dad paid for her private school all through high school, and now his his own two kids are. About to start private school, so he don't want to pay for his like two kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if she would go to a school in state, then 
he would eat that. But because oh, she's... yeah, then she on her own. She she uh, she, uh, she on her own then. She on her own then because then she she not foolish goat be out here struggling. Well, I I kind of look at this a little differently, and the reason why I look at it differently is because I had two friends actually in a similar situation like this one. And the reason why one of them left was because the parents were too controlling at one point. They were willing to give him practically everything he wanted, but they were just at this point where it was just too controlling, where he got confused with himself, that he didn't know what he wanted. And that is why he worked very, very hard. He actually had a plan and he worked it very hard, tried to at least get a scholarship and get a job to go out there and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to dorm, I'm going to get this, I'm going to work, and I'm going to, you know, set, set what needs to be planned and how to take care of himself. Now, that is something she should have done if she knew this is what she wanted. But mm-hmm. then again, you, you know, you have to sit down and think exactly if she's just going out there to have a good time or is she really running from a problem? Because I've seen many kids in that situation where parents are just very, very controlling to the point where they just need to get away and be on their own. But if you well, do want to do that. But you still have to have a plan. You I, <laughs> because if you say, yes, you got to have a plan, because if you're saying, oh, you want to get away from me, but you want me to pay for you to get away from me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's how it is. It's like, you know, my thing but is from what think, I see. But I'm saying you want the, but you want, you want the parents to pay for it. Well, you see, that's that's a different turn in this story because I know with my friends, they got scholarships and they went off mm-hmm. on their own. They made their plan. In this case, okay. she didn't do that. She's crying for help. So, you know, back to like what someone had Kata, said earlier. Kata, most most Kata's kids are broke anyway. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you should at least work out a plan with your parents before you decide to jump and move out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you know, but what if your parents are not in agreement with you going to the school, though? Then you shouldn't have gone in the first place if you know you couldn't handle it. Well, yeah. don't, you don't really know until exactly. you don't really know until you find until you actually go and find out. So you yeah, don't work out exactly. Now she can't handle it. Come back home. And right. yeah, she she's going to have to come come back home and go go to school local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only way to do it because. I mean, if she was smart enough like this, like what my friends had did, she would have gotten a scholarship that would have helped her out before she even went out there. But apparently it looks like she didn't do that. So if you had to start from the bottom of the barrel, then you should have had a whole game plan to be planned out before you say, hey, you know what? I want to say this. Even if you get a scholarship, right? Right. Whether it's Mm -hmm. partial scholarship or even a full scholarship. You still got bills. You still got stuff that you got paid for on your own. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, don't make it, don't make it seem like having a scholarship is going to just cover everything. That's not how it works Mm -hmm. neither. Right. But it will cover partial. But either way, the stuff that, if you call them, if you call a home in a month, that's not about scholarship money. That's, you know, I need money to survive. That's not, even if your school is being paid for or everything, you, you still need, Money to do stuff to get around, to, you know what I'm saying? Just 
I mean, that kid could have blew all the money in a couple of days when they got there. You know what I mean? It could be poor right. planning on, on her part or just... If you blew all the money, if you blew whatever you had in a month, how are you going to make it for four years? How are you going to make it for a semester? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. If you blew it, blew it. I mean, in a month. So, so, so I have a question, Sister Nance. I'm coming to you because you've been quiet on this one. Okay. All right. So, everybody's saying, "Yo, she got to come, Ebony. You got to come home." Um. Maddie said that possibly she got to work, get a job, try to figure it out first. But at some point in time, the question is, if you can't survive on it, you got to come home. I'm asking you, Sister Nance, that if the situation plays out, the question is, will you go to your, or what, or if you was her, or would you give her the advice to go to her husband, Charles, and plea to him to send some money knowing that the money that you're spending is going to affect you guys going on vacation in the future I might go to him and just explain the situation to him and and the two of us talk it out I don't know that I would try to um, make him or encourage him to give up Mm -hmm. the vacation I agree with the Mm -hmm. others Um, she didn't plan this well she she probably should come home. And as far as the scholarship goes, you're right. A scholarship may not cover everything, but if she had worked to get a scholarship, that would have taken some of the pressure off of her family, and they might have been more willing to help her out. Mm-hmm. So, um, And she decided this unilaterally, and it doesn't sound like her reasoning has anything to do with, well, this is the best school for what I want to major in. <laughs> I want to be with my buddies. That was her rationale. She wanted to be with her friends. And, um, you know, she was stubborn, obstinate, and she ignored her parents completely. Exactly. But if she went to that school without them, she must have gotten a scholarship at least to pay for her tuition. If they yeah, weren't so, willing to pay for it. Right. So we can say that she, she got a scholarship. Got just enough. Just enough to pay for tuition and books. And so now she has nothing to live off of. So is there but any... Her, go ahead. I'm sorry. Her um, her, her uh, stepfather, um, as you said, was her, you know, was her father. You know, he played, you know, he was her father for years and sent her to private school and, you know, time for college saying that he'll help her you know for school but if she goes locally so understanding that it's nice to have that experience you know all of that but she could have still did everything stayed on campus did everything in state and it still would have been cheaper than her uh being on campus you know out of state it's it's you know just that difference you know, if she didn't want to, they maybe could have made a way that if she didn't want to live, continue to live at home, you know, just live on campus, you know, in state though. She didn't have, yeah, because now she's saying take take away the money that's, that's for the family's vacation. So her siblings vacation um, and, you know, the rest of the family to put it, to give her some. Now, I wouldn't take, maybe give her a little something. But she would have to go in understanding that, um, okay, if I help you out this time, 
in some way, not giving you everything you need or want. But if I gave you anything, I'm not going to give you what will stop us from taking a vacation because the vacation is for the whole family. Um, and you, that wouldn't be fair to the younger kids to miss out on vacation because she decided that she was going to do something, you know, that she wanted to do uh, disregarding the rest of the family. So, and I agree with Nancy. I would have the conversation with with my husband and whatever his decision is, you know, because they already had that conversation. Um, whatever the decision is, that's what it is. Exactly, exactly. She may, may have to come home and go to school locally. That door mm-hmm. is still open. We're going to help you to go to school locally. Yeah, now if they, if they wanted to do a compromise, what they could do is say, we will help you finish out this semester, but then after the semester yeah. is over, come on home. Right. Stop making plans because yeah. you're coming home. Yeah. So rather, yeah. than, <laughs> rather than she, she said, you yeah, coming home. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, that's absolutely but correct. But I wouldn't give up my whole vacation for the rest of the family to do that. No. Yeah. So it depends on how much money she'll still need. How much she needs. Exactly. And technically, well, when you think about it, even if they were not going on vacation, this young lady did what she wanted to do, disregarded her parents, had mm-hmm. no good reason for going away, other than the fact mm-hmm. that she wanted to be with her friends. They told her what was, they told her that there were going to be issues. Even if I had the money, I just don't know if I would give it to her, other than to maybe complete the semester and then come home. You would do that to your firstborn? Firstborn, twelfthborn, whatever. <laughs> That's never born. You said never born? I said yeah, whatever born. The thing is, it's also like, it's also how the parents raise this kid, you know, um, with, like, like me and Carletta were talking about this the other day, like, um, you know, it seems that kids grow up like feeling entitled, feeling that this is their right, yes. that they can just do whatever they want to. And I'm sorry, no, that is that's not your right, you know. And then they want to say, like the lady said, you, you, you too controlling. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I grew up in an African home. Like you, you're never an adult. I'm never an adult. I can be 46 year old. When I speak to my mom, I'm she doesn't even. I'm still her kid. So, you know, she will still say whatever she want to say, and I just have to take it. And even with our kids, like, I've got a teenage daughter. Um, she said to me, I want to do this. I'm like, I'm sorry. If you want to do that, you're going to have to work for it. And um, in, in the area that I live in, um, that was unheard of. People were looking at me saying, how could you make your 12-year-old daughter at that time, um, you know, uh, um, fold socks at somebody's house? Uh, uh, do ironing of the year or, you know, uh, she was out there um, blowing leaves in on his yard. I just think she's like, why would you do that to your, to your 12-year-old daughter just because she asked you she wanted to do a solo in a dance competition? I, I said, I'm sorry. If she wants to do a solo, she's going to have to learn that she's going to have to pay for it because not everything in life is just mm-hmm. I want this and I'm just going to get it. It doesn't work like that. So we prepare them for life. And that is why she maybe felt, you know, you paid for me for for private school. I can, I can, I'm entitled to this and I can do whatever I want to do. 
And some parents say, oh, yeah, okay, go with your, with your kid. And then when it doesn't work out for them, then that same parent are scrambling to try to help them out of a ditch. And, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't help the kid at the end of the day. You know, that's, that's just, you know, my two yeah. cents. Yeah. Sister Jones, what, what do you think? Is she still on? Hello? I'm on. Who else is on? Go ahead, First Lady. I forgot what I was going to say. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. No, but but I'm saying, um, no, I was going to say, because that could have been, you know, this is interesting because that could have wound up being, you know, a situation that we could have found ourselves in. Um, we, We gave both both of you guys, you know, the opportunity to go to school. Now, Andre, um, he wanted to go out of state. And our plan was, you, we're paying for the education. Okay, so if you go out of state, he had the choice. He could go out of state, but we were paying for the education part of it. If he room and board the other out of state, the extra expenses, mm-hmm. he, that was his. So he had to make a choice what he wanted to do. We told him what we were paying for. Um, and then he could choose to be in state with no debt or out of state with debt. With debt. Now, mm-hmm. he, chose, he, chose to, he chose to then stay home to do it in state. So, um, so and he, he was happy that he did because he had no debt. Whereas a lot of people are paying back debt. He didn't. We paid, we paid for his education. So but you probably else, spoke to him. You probably like talked to him and t- told him like, "Hey, this is these yeah, are your options." Her parents told her too. Her parents. Yeah, it says down. that they they talked to her and she she wanted she was she That's was. That's why I said she on her own then, man. If she didn't listen, I'm sorry. I can only give you so much. If you don't listen, then you're struggling so, on your own. Right. So this right. is what I was saying. I'm wondering how what would have happened if Andre chose to go out of state. And ran into some problems. Say, hey, I need some money. I'm thinking that we probably would have to say, hey, like, like whoever, whatever someone said that, may, like Nancy said, help him out for that semester, semester. But then you're coming home <laughs> because you're not making a bill for us. Mm-hmm. And 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 also in the situation, we already paid years of private school, so already put out a lot of money. For, for both well, of I would add on to that. I would say, you know what, I'm going to help you finish the semester, but when you come back, you better find yourself a job, at least, even if it's a day, and try to help yourself get through one way you or another. You to the airport. Carmen, what about you? What do you think about this, Carmen? What would you do? I'm agreeing with everyone. Um, if it's to a certain point and it's just enough to help you survive for that semester, sure, I can help you survive. You're definitely coming home. And when you're surviving, I'm going to give you just enough of what's needed. No extra anything because you're going to feel it because you need to learn your lesson from this. Because you're at a stage in your life that some of the decisions you make now can affect your whole life. So. Yeah. I'm definitely going to make sure you feel this. I don't want you to fall flat on your face. 
But I want you to feel this and I want you to learn from it. So later in life, you won't do this and then lose out on a lot of things. Okay, so if you if you send her send in your daughter money, is this something that you're just gonna do on your own, or is it something that you also gonna go talk to your husband about? Oh, I'm definitely talking to my husband. I'm just not gonna act on my own. We're a team. We need to make sure that we're both on the same page with everything. But okay. um, but I'm not helping so much that it affects the vacation, though. You know. I'm not, you know, like, like, like on Carol said, like you, you not, you're not risking the happiness of the other kids or the enjoyment of the other kids or even the rest of the family just because you, she didn't want to listen. Mm-hmm. I would actually take so that further with helping her. So you tell me what you need help on. And I'm like, okay, I'll pay this directly. I'll pay this directly. Cause it may be that the child is wasting the money. There you go. I'll make sure the things that need to get taken care of, I will take care of it. You're not getting any extra just to play around with. No. Mm -hmm. If you have to eat for a while, if you don't make it to the um, cafeteria in time for your meal plan, then I'll make sure you have plenty of Roman noodles. They have water there. You can have pots. It'll work out. You won't starve. Okay, but if they're that irresponsible, do do you need to be putting money into that. They need to learn how to be responsible. I mean, they're away from home on their own. They need to learn how to be responsible then. So well, you're not sending money for, you, you're not paying you the bills? Probably. Huh? So you're not going to pay the bills? I help out? Pay what bills? Well, she said that instead of giving money... <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them. I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I had like two or three of them. And who paid for them? I paid for them. I paid for them. I worked. Yep. Yeah, she, she, on, she on her own, man. She on her, I'll, I'll pay a buck for it to come home. She, 
I would be concerned, but the fact that she's already making decisions that are not wise, and right. she's not listening to, to uh, counsel. So I'm saying, in some ways, I mean, I'll be praying hard for my girl. I'll be praying hard for my girl and maybe trying to, if she's in an area somewhere, somebody that I could connect with to keep an eye out on it, situation and whatnot. But until something, you know, you can only bail her out or help out or do so much because she's not making decisions that's best for herself or for the family. So she calls home. She says, Mama, I need some money. You said, I'll send you prayer. Uh, yeah, the prayer going up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I mean, I might send her 10 bucks or 25 10 bucks, bucks, but I'm saying she's not getting no hundreds and thousands. You know, she's not, I mean, that's that's not happening. Gotcha. She needs to, my, my conversation would always be, think about coming home. If you can't, you know, I would start talking about the local schools and, with, you know, what's going on and all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. So, I don't I don't know. I might send her, like I said, twenty five so I might send her something. I don't know, but I'm I'm saying but that's that's laundry first money. Nothing gotta be in agreement. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not gonna destroy my home life and yeah. because well, the kids are seeing what she's pulling and getting away with and how we're bailing her out. They're set you're setting the precedent for the younger ones. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I agree. Maddie, you agree with that, Maddie? I do, I do. Cool, cool. And who knows, maybe her friends are out here like super rich friends and they could go eat out every night. She's following people that don't have their same lifestyle, you know? And she out here, uh, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses. I'm not, I'm not running myself into debt because you're trying to uh, you know, be foolish out there. Oh man, y'all, y'all are funny. Aaron, what would you do? Oh, say that again. Somebody asked me a question. I asked, "What would you do?" What would I do? Um, I, I'm if if I'm Charles, I'm I'm not sending money. Um, if if I, I do agree. If the if the child needs something specific, I don't honestly. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I really don't know. Um, but yeah. my my heart my my mind is telling me that uh the answer is nah. I'm not helping you out. Mm-hmm. But I know kids. Some kids can they know how I want to say manipulate in some cases, but you know make you feel sorry for them and. And so if I if I had to help out, I probably would do it once. But like if you every month you need money, yeah, I'm sending you. It's time to come home. Yeah. Like you're not. That's I'm not helping you out in September, and then October you calling me back saying you need more money. Mm-hmm. Like nah. <laughs> but but don't you lose it now? You you would have to though. You would have to fill up, finish out the semester, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so we would finish, finish out that semester, and that would be it. They come no more money for nothing, not even the ten dollars, nothing. Come home, <laughs> not even ten dollars. 
not even, I'm saying, I, I'm going to do what we, I, I like Nancy saying, to finish out the semester. Mm-hmm. But then after that, you totally, if you don't come home and go to the local school, you totally on your own. Or you have to send her money for transportation, right? Yeah. See, the other so, thing is, the question is, what do you need, like, like it was brought up before, what do you need the money for? Like, if you're trying to keep up with your friends and, you know, you don't want to eat the cafeteria food, you know what I'm saying? You want to eat out a restaurant spending 50, 60 bucks on meals and stuff like that, and your money ran out after a month, and now it's just going into October, it's getting cold, and now you're calling up saying you need some some snow boots and this, that, and the third. Nah, I'm not helping it out, helping you out. You might can get Carletta, but you're not going to get me. What's the money for your expenses pay for, right? Say that again? You pay your semester in advance. What is the money for? Because the schooling is already paid. Why don't you pay the semester before you get there? Oh, yes. that's right. You're living a life. So she no semester. What do you need money for? So then you need the money to pay toiletries. Toiletries no, for Le Mignon. No. No. She got to come to Carleta. Carleta has a softball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, then I'll go with Carleta with the, with the laundry card. The what's the name of the care package? package. <laughs> yeah, care packages. Yeah, she ain't getting nothing. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Tell her to get on the prayer line. Ask for help. <laughs> Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. <laughs> no, now it depends on what the need is. Then. Yeah. But what? Yeah, yeah. that's that. Yeah. But she's gonna have a big bill afterwards. <laughs> But I want to know, real quick, before before I, I switch gears, I want to know if yeah. there's anyone on the line. Now, I want to say this for the ones who have children, too, because of the fact that, you know, this this is, Ebony is April's first child before she got married. Now she has two more kids with her husband, her current husband. The husband dished out money. And took the responsibility of taking care of Ebony and paying for her to go to school and things of that nature. And I'm pretty sure that April and Ebony have some special bond together, being, you know, first child and all of this, you know, Ebony had to accept Charles. Charles had to accept Ebony. There was a whole special moment that, you know what I mean, with blended with blended families. Um and, you know, April is in a decision where she needs to decide if she wants to help her child or, and face arguing with her husband or allow her child to struggle. And so that, that is my question. I want to know, is there anyone on the phone who would choose to just help their child and deal with beefing with your husband? Is there anyone that would make that choice? The the situation with that, um, that would be a decision or a, a a way of life that was already established. Um, I don't think that that would be an issue coming up at college age. Um, that's already either either earlier on, it was already established that the husband comes first or the child comes first. 
um, that was through the course of the private school, the elementary school, the junior high, that, that, whatever the course of that relationship, that was already established. So she would, if she, if she chooses her daughter, she's chosen her daughter through that, that's been established already. Mm. Well, if, if, if she chose family, however, that was, I don't think that, I think that that would have been a situation of, it could be that, okay, honey, you deal with your daughter because that's your daughter. Um, so you deal with her how you deal with her and the rest of us, you know, you, we deal with the other two. So I'm saying uh, either we're all in this together, we're all one big family, your daughter is my daughter, or like I think that would have been established already. And I think that's what they had. That's why he was willing to pay for her education, you know, when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. Because he did mm-hmm. see her as one of his. His child. Mm-hmm. So his, he's justifiable by saying he doesn't want to pay for her to go out of school because he doesn't want to pay triple college you know, tuition, school tuition. Yes, definitely. He, but he has to use that same strategy and whatnot with the other two kids as well. So that, that's what I'm saying. It has to be the family dynamics have to be, I think, would have already been established. And if that would be the same situation for the next two. Um, you, uh, we've been putting you through private school and whatnot. So college, you go local, or if you don't, if you choose to go out, you on your own. That would because, have to be for all, for all three. Because private school can be as expensive as college sometimes. Right, right. Yeah, I would say that too, but there could always be an exception. The thing is, this young lady wanted to go away simply because that's where her friends were. Now, you can have another situation where somebody's majoring in a certain thing, and that school that they want to go to would be a better school for them. So, yeah, but this is, then you're going to sacrifice your other two kids. No. I, I've, seen, I've seen people yeah, do that, too, though, though. You're, you're trying to figure out the rationale for somebody going away versus somebody staying home. The oldest child didn't have a good rationale other than she wanted to be with her friends. Well, I there may in some circumstances be a good reason to go to a certain school. But, but if Nancy, you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But Nancy, too, if that was the case, that she was majoring in something, you're not waiting till your senior year. I'm saying that's no, something I'm that... I'm, no, I'm, I'm making the case, Lady C, for that one of the other children may indeed wind up going away to school because of something like that. Oh, okay, okay, yes, yes. Yeah, but I'm saying that would be still something that the family talks about, the parents and the kids. And exactly. the younger kid again talk about, hey, she's, this is a different situation because she's going to this special school for whatever. Yeah. That, that still has to be something that talked about, and the finances have to be there to do it. Exactly. Yeah. I see. Well, I see. I see. Time... I'm sorry. Do I have it real quick, Rena? No, I said unless when the time comes, the parents lead this as an example and say, "Hey, you know what? This is what happened when you want to leave. She didn't want to listen. You know what? Let her come back home and let her work and help her brother and sister go to college now. Let oh, her whoa. help out for a <laughs> Because I know that that's is savage too. My mom would oh, do with me. Up. 
<laughs> that is something that my parents do with us. They say, okay, you know what? If you get this, now you work and help that one now. We're, we're, not, we're not doing this. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, we're going to be fair. So if, if, this, if I'm going to help my, you know, my brother out, now you're going to help him this time because he already helped you in a bad situation. So it, it, it could go either way, either or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depending on the age, like you're four years ahead. Yeah, that might be perfect. Yeah. Right, because, I mean, everyone makes mistakes at one point. So let it be a mm-hmm. learning lesson and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to help you out. But you know what? Next round, you got to help your sister or your brother out. All right. Yeah, and hopefully they do. So, mm-hmm. so it sounds like we spent 40 plus minutes on this. Sounds like we have a lot of experience on the phone. And a couple of people might have or could envision this happening in their household. Um, so I hope for anybody that was listening, that's listening in, that um, some of this, this wisdom that's being put out there, um, you would take heed if you ever find yourself in that type of situation, especially with kids going to school and college and things of that nature. Um, they need to talk, talk about planning as early as possible. And go over the different outcomes and options that are out there that will allow y'all to have the best outcome for not only the child, but for your family as well. And the reason why I brought this topic up and I wanted to try to bring a connection together emotionally was because in 1 Samuel chapter 8, and we are probably not going to get an opportunity to, to dissect this through. But the main thing in this was, in chapter 8, was that Israel petitioned God for a king. And, you know, uh, Samuel um, at, the t- at the time was ruling Israel. And the opportunity for them to want a king um, or the opportunity, they wanted to create an opportunity to have a king instead of having God as their provider. They wanted a king. And it's kind of like the same thing in this situation. Sometimes people don't know what they're asking for. And then once you get what you're asking for, it's kind of like, you don't know if you really want it. I've I've been in that situation a lot of times. So it's something that I think that I, I want to buy or something of that sort. And it might cost $150, $200. I'm like, yo, I really want this. And then when you get it and you have it and something that you thought you was going to use all the time or whatever the case may be, you find you don't even touch it that much or it's not being used. And you purchased it. For no reason. But it's the thrill of wanting to do something or needing to do something. And in this case, Israel wanted the king. Not really. Or maybe they did understand. I I never understood why would they want a king to rule over them when they had God to rule over them. Um, They only had judges to help do the mediation part. Um, they had the priest to do the preaching and going over the word, ministering or whatever the case may be. But a king would change all that. And you would 
And especially when God said you will be judged based off of what your king does and how it how your king acts and do for the for the entire kingdom. Those are some harsh words. So they wanted to be like the nations around them, surrounded instead of having the one God. And this this is the irony of this. This all happened right after, a little bit after uh the ark was returned back. So God showed himself that he was the God, all God, all powerful. And then it's like a chapter or two later, they are asking for a king. So why do you think that is? Why do you think they would ask for a king? Why do we want stuff at times that once we get it, it's not really, it's not what we thought it was. Why is that? Why does, why does that happen? Anybody? I think it's just about setting the right expectations. Um, you can only go but so far. You only know what you know. Because um, always going in the process, there's always going to be additional things that, you know, even with research, there's like, other extensive or thorough work you have to do to, you know, do what you want to do. You gotta do what you gotta do to do what you want to do. But um, those are my thoughts on it. Okay. Anyone else? Scholars, talk to me. Well, you know, well, sometimes, sometimes we think what we see that we see somebody else has something and we think that um gee this is what i want or this is what i should have or this is what i'd like to have whether it's from an envy standpoint or whether it's just you know thinking the grass is greener and then we find out when we get there it's not all that we thought it was i have another question just at it at, go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead i was I was just agreeing and I was going to say, you know, there is a thing that says, you know, seeing something and living with something is two different things. Same goes with if you wanted to buy anything or, you know, whatever the matter of fact may be. It, it's just not as always green as what it seems to be when you first get it. So, right. you know, that's, it's a learning lesson. Like sometimes it may turn out to be good. And then on the other hand, it just doesn't work out the way you think it would. The irony, though, uh, and, and I want to ask this question is, they petitioned to have a king at that time, right? Do you think after the first king, the second king was, was issues with the second king, well, the second king was David, but throughout some of the things in David's life, do you think if they would have came together and petitioned to not have a king no more, that God will allow them to come back under him? Without a king over him? Hmm. Maybe if they were truly repentant, but you know, they so many times went one way and then switched and went another way. <laughs> they they want a faithful people. Right. I mean, well, what made them different than all the other nations was that they. God was, God was their ruler. 
Like they didn't have a king or anything. It was there was just it was that's what made them more unique than anyone else. And then they chose to be ununique by petitioning God to have a man be in charge of them. So I'm right, saying yeah. if 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 like like us or like the young lady, once you go through an experience and you find it's not, oh, uh, you know what, I do have to call mom and maybe I need to reconsider and come back home. Like if if they can call and mom and dad is like, ah, you know what? We still help you. You got to come back home. Why not come back and say, God, you know what? We thought we wanted the king. This king thing is not working out. You know what I mean? The first one got us all messed up. The second one, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, he's all fighting battles and doing different things. This thing is not working out. Let's Let's go back to the old ways. Food for thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say if the old ways is what was working for you all this time, then therefore you stick with the old ways. Because if the first two wasn't really doing any better for you or making any type of change, then you go back to the old ways, which you know, which was better for you. If you know that that was, you know, it's like a medication. If you know that that medication was helping you, you're gonna stick with it. Why change it? They were, wanted they, to... were they unhappy with Saul, though? Were the people unhappy? God was unhappy with Saul, but one of Saul's issues was that he wanted to um, please the people. So I'm yeah. trying to figure out, were they really unhappy with Saul, or were they okay with them as king? But remember, they started saying, when David, after David started... Uh, Beating up on Goliath and stuff, yeah. They was like, oh, David... Saul killed his thousands, David killed his ten thousand, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they started then kind of putting David up there. So, yeah, so that, that's, that's why Saul wanted to kill him too. Wanted to get rid of him because the people started kind of turning towards David. And they split up. So, I mean, at that time you had yeah. Judah and I think Benjaminites yeah. split up and then the rest against the, the rest of the ten tribes. I mean, you know. Again, what made them a unique nation out of all the other nations was that they had no king. But the thing, too, now, even like you're asking the question about Old Testament, but thank God, New Testament, um, we do go straight away, or because the Bible talks about, you know, God being married to the backslider, and then you have the uh, prodigal son uh, story, you know, parable where. You know, so I'm saying that we do um, sometimes we go astray and whatever, but God is always welcoming us back. He's always, you know, like the Bible talks about, he'll leave the 99 to go for that one. So he's always welcoming us back. Yes, that is definitely correct. I agree. I agree. And that was part of the whole plan anyway, you know. Um mm-hmm. That was laid out. I, I that's just an interesting, interesting uh, thought to me. If they would have changed their mind at that point in time, especially if it's early enough, you know what I mean? Like David's about to become king. Hey, you know what? Nah, this is not working out. If they would have just changed it, you know. With that being said, it is nine. It is nine fifty-nine. I appreciate everybody for joining, Maddie. Thank you for joining tonight. Vina, it's good to have you back. 
Sam, thank you again. Love you. Miss Jones, thank you for joining and my regulars. I appreciate it. Um, I did get a text message from our friend from South Africa, Marinka. He says yeah. something's going on with the internet connection there. Um, yeah. she, tell, she said to, to let everybody know that she appreciates y'all. She wish she could be on. And uh, she gave me like a long speech on her international family and things of that nature. The moral, the moral of the message is she misses us and wish she could be. And thank you for and thank you for uh, all of our prayers. Yes, we miss her. So yeah, I definitely let her know. Um, she can hear us when she listens to the show as well. And on that note, once again, I thank y'all for joining. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed yourself tonight with the conversation. And as our pastor always say, be blessed. Be well. Have a good night. And thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good subject. Thank you. Thank you.